Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully, coming to you once again with an early rising show of coffee and crypto. Um, this is New Money Matrix podcast live on Facebook. How we doing out there, family? Um, we got a couple of stories coming today before we get into the top 20 countdown. I'm going to try to run through these. I do have a very busy day today, so I'm going to try to run through these. The first story is about a million dollar Bitcoin. Um, then we're getting into the securities depositories, exploring crypto custody. Also, I always tell y'all, there's a public... And there's a private side to everything. Um, security token startup Templum shifts to private blockchains. We're going to definitely get into that and see what they're talking about. Um, this is interesting. In fact, I want to see what Engine is doing right now. With, with news like this coming out, let me see what Engine is doing on the trading side. So this is unconfirmed news, but they are saying that crypto startup Engine, which is one of the wallets that I actually... Um, <clears throat> have within my clients signed up for those that you know rock with me and have me introduce them to the new money matrix and teach them about this system one of the wallets that i give them as a possible um use or one of the wallets that i i, I send out that they can download and utilize is the engine wallet i believe it's uh what, do I, what is it bitpay engine bitpay engine trust bitpay coinbase i believe those are the four wallets that i um have my clients look into so they're saying the engine is uh, to back rumor Samsung Galaxy S10 blockchain wallet. That'd be interesting. Engine is a uh, multi-collateral or multi-asset wallet, meaning you can hold a number of digital assets on there. And also, I believe they have now a built-in exchange market, if I'm not mistaken. So this is an interesting. Um, if this if this ends up being confirmed, that's going to be an interesting add-on to the Galaxy uh, S10. Um, also, hold on, let's go look at Engine see if they got any type of reaction. From that news, okay, here we got engine coin. Let's look at it versus Bitcoin. Let's see exactly how we're looking. Let's see. Let's see if that gave engine any type of pump. Let's see if it gave him any type of momentum. Wow, holy shit. We see that, right, family? We see this, right? This is a day chart. This is yesterday's loss. This is today's gains. This is what news does. This is what news does. We see this, right? Also, we see Ethereum up 3%. Tron up... What is Tron up? 2.5%. LTC up 2%. AMD up 4%. But do we see this candlestick over here on Engine Coin? So, yeah. That's why it's important to stay pay attention to the news. So, definitely having a positive reaction in the news as far as Engine and the, um, them back in Samsung S Galaxy. Let's get right into the stories, family. Uh, let me see who I got checking in real quick. Let everybody know Grand Rising, how we doing out there. Family, if you can, if you can, please assist me in sharing this video out. If you can, please assist me in sharing this video out. I'm going to see if they have opened up my share. Um, let me see. Like I said, they, was, they had stopped me from sharing this video um, for a while. Let me see if I'm able to share it now. Let's see. Let me see. Um... Share to group. Oh, here we go. All right, so let me get this shared out real quick. Let me get this shared out real quick. Just to a couple of groups. I'm not going crazy with it. I'm not going crazy sharing it. I'm trying to share it in moderation. Share it in moderation to a couple of groups that I think will benefit from the information that I'm bringing.
cryptocurrency entrepreneurs, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Africa. Let's see. So I'm getting this shared out. <clears throat> Black owned Bitcoin. Houston on the blockchain. Urban cryptocurrency. Of course, Guap coin. You already know I got to hit the Pundi X Revolution Group and Coinda. And that's it. So, fam, I do have to share it out now. Now it's time to really take off. How we doing out there, everybody? How's our, uh, how's our Monday going? It is Monday. Yeah, it's Monday. How's our Monday going? <clears throat> um, I'm hoping all is truly well with the world out there. Let me see. And let's go ahead and get into the stories. So, the first story, um, a $1 million Bitcoin. Is it reckless speculation or an inevitable reality? Um, and I'm, I'm going to keep my personal opinion to myself. I've spoken on this plenty of times. Let's see what they got to say. Bitcoin is going to be worth a million dollars. The extremely bullish target is once again trending high inside the cryptocurrency space thanks to Jesse Lund, the IBM executive who heads the firm's blockchain and digital currencies wing, recently said in an interview that Bitcoin would reach a seven-figure value. Media ran the story. People spread it. Responses came from both ends of the sticks. Critics questioned the viability of a $1 million Bitcoin while the crypto maximalists supported it wholeheartedly. But in the heart of even the most staunch Bitcoin fan, there must be a doubt. What if the prediction goes wrong? What if Bitcoin doesn't reach where analysts projected it would end? To a million dollar value... Most importantly, what would BTC need to go through to displace the world's leading assets, such as the U.S. dollar, precious metals, stocks, real estates, and whatnot? Let's start with the perfect scenario. Then we will move to a more dystopian one. So this is the scenario for a $1 million Bitcoin. And I hope that they're dealing with the fact that the dollar itself fluctuates and could get overinflated to the point where a $1 million Bitcoin would be pretty much the equivalent to it right now. In 2019, being a thousand or maybe even ten thousand dollars worth of a Bitcoin, maybe even a hundred thousand. You know what I mean? But what I'm trying to get to everybody's attention to make you realize is that by the time Bitcoin makes it to a million dollars, a million Federal Reserve notes, the buying power of those million Federal Reserve notes will not have the buying power of a million Federal Reserve notes today. That's what I mean. So let's see what they got to say about it. The total Bitcoin supply is limited to 21 million. Out of that, the market is lost, likely lost, or unmined 36% of the coins. So they're saying out of the 21 million, 36% of them are gone forever. That amounts to about 7.56 million Bitcoin units that remain inaccessible owing to human errors. It leaves the Bitcoin market with a remaining supply of 13.44. Oh, shit. Hey, family, once again, I can't make none of this stuff up when it comes to them 44s. So we see that the remaining supply is going to be 13.44 million. Three and one is four. What's that? Four, four, four. I, I don't make this stuff up. It just it pops out to me. Anyways, the uh, last of which would come into existence by the year 2140. Interesting. Consider each Bitcoin will cost $1 million. Then this total market capitalization of Bitcoin will become $13.44 trillion. It would make the Bitcoin network richer than China. The world's largest companies, including Amazon, Apple, and Facebook, and even the world's top 50 billionaires combined. Moreover, BTC would become equal to 11.7% of the world's GDP, 19.5% of global stock markets, um, and uh, GDP is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, global domestic product, if I'm not mistaken, that's what GDP stands for, 
um, 19.5% of the global stocks markets, and 32.5% of the total money supply, all on a Bitcoin against the other basis. I got a video here, so I might watch this on my off time. Um, the process requires Bitcoin demand to be either stable, to be either stable or higher than what it is today. The digital, digital currency is deflationary, which means its purchasing power could increase with time. Atop that, its supply rate reduces after every four years, approximately, which suits the famous demand versus supply theory that defines an asset's real-time value. That said, for Bitcoin to reach $1 million, it would need to displace mainstream assets. For instance, 1.7 billion people across the, across the globe do not have access to banking services. At the same time, more than two-thirds of the population has a smartphone and an internet connection. In a way, it is easier for people to access financial services via Bitcoin than a bank. Banking the unbanked family, I've been talking about it for a while now. Banking the unbanked, that's what this cryptocurrency and blockchain space is doing. It would not mean, excuse me, it would mean that people even in the world's most remote corners would be able to exchange goods and services for an internet-based digital currency. It directly implies that value will become more distributed, especially when the wealthiest 1% own 45% of the world's wealth. Economically weaker countries. Um, one cannot overlook the condition of certain economical weaker countries. Venezuela and Zimbabwe, for instance, are experiencing their worst hyperinflation phase owing to popular political decisions. In these nations, people have abandoned their national currencies, and as alternatives, a lot of them have opted government-independent assets like Bitcoin. Atop that, the digital currency technology also serves people who want to bypass stricter investment and capital restrictions. The history of Bitcoin is full of such cases. During the Greece debt crisis, the government had imposed currency controls for honest people. The shaky economic blunder prompted people to purchase Bitcoin as a haven. Also, in China, the government's decision to restrict capital outflow led to an increase in demand for digital currencies. Very recently, countries slapped with U.S. economic sanctions saw its citizens moving to Bitcoin. Wow. Iran, for instance, had to announce a Bitcoin ban to avert its people from accessing non-state currencies. However, the Middle Eastern country depicted, excuse me, decided that it would lift the ban to clear legal blockades around its national currency, the crypto rile. In any of these, yeah, a lot of countries are making their own crypto family. So for those that think that this is over with, that it's not going anywhere, that, you know, this is just a, a, um, a, a habit, a hobby, uh, you know, something that only, you know, nerves, whatever. Nah, this shit is serious. In any of these countries, if any of these countries end up recognizing Bitcoin as a haven, it will bring the entire population inside the cryptocurrency spectrum. On a broader level, it will BTC a hot asset even among the Wall Streeters. Haven't they already started building sophisticated tools for trading Bitcoin? Aren't there multi-crypto derivative products standing in queue for regulators' review? Yes. The first foundation explains how established financial firms are getting ready for a potential Bitcoin adoption. Once again, it strengthens the $1 million project for Bitcoin, as predicted by Lundy and many crypto experts before him. Dystopian scenario. Meanwhile, for Bitcoin to work, one also needs to understand that in the end, it is a mere technology. I've been saying this for the longest, family. I hope they get into it, really. This asset is as flawed as the next tech revolution, be it the VR, machine learning, or AI. Of course, it would need to go through several hurdles to achieve the adoption required to match its $1 million bid. Have a look at these challenges. Bitcoin's block size is one uh, megabyte. Uh, it is insufficient to manage a higher number of transactions, if that's what MB means. Excuse me if I'm incorrect. 
um, anyone can uh, correct me. Um, it, is, it is insufficient to manage a high number of transactions taking place on the network. Think of it as feeding a large number of inputs through a tight funnel. The more the inputs there will be, the slower it will take the tunnel to process them. Bitcoin scalability problem is the same. With increased use, its blockchain rec records transactions move slowly. It leads to a backlog, which means each transaction waits for more than usual to get confirmed on the blockchain network. Bitcoin developers Thaddeus uh, Dryer and Joseph Poon created an independent layer two solution, an independent layer two solution to solve the scaling crisis, dubbed as the Lightning Network, which a lot of institutions and prominent individuals are now carrying. Whether it's called the Bitcoin or Lightning Network torch, and I think they just passed it off to Fidelity. Um, anyways, the tool introduced a new off-chain payment channel that transferred Bitcoin funds almost as quickly as Google sends an email. Except the payment information does not touch the main blockchain unless both the sender and the receiver close the transaction link. Um, Binance coin is dropping. I just got another alert that it dropped another two points. Let me see. What did it say? Binance, and I've been getting these alerts all day. BNB price rapidly dropped by 3.4%. Now it's at 966. I got another one earlier. Um, where is it? BNB price rapidly dropped from five, dropped 5.9%. That's a 941. That was an hour ago. That was at 966. It was actually up since then, to be in all uh, uh, honesty. Um, let me see. I know I got a couple more that was sent to me. Yeah, not important, but it, 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 I'm getting those alerts letting me know that the market is still dropping right now. Um, let me see what I leave off. Okay, practically the Lightning Network works, but doesn't solve the long-term scalability problem for Bitcoin. It is still under development, and more upgrades will clarify whether or not it is the solution. Regulation. Bitcoin and the rest of the cryptocurrency sector had to function in a favorable or at least allowable regulatory environment. People would find it difficult to adopt the blockchain assets if their representatives spill negatives against them. An average Joe would always feel threatened by law while using cryptocurrencies. Businesses would avoid integrating them, and on a whole, cryptocurrencies would become the asset for criminals. An unfair regulation could also stifle the growth of Bitcoin before it attempts to touch a $1 billion valuation. For instance, BitLicense, a crypto law proposed and enforced by the New York State Department of Financial Services, or the NYDFS, literally led to a Bitcoin exodus. According to the many crypto startups, they couldn't afford a $5,000 fee only to apply for bit license, specifically when NYDFS couldn't guarantee their approval. So basically what they're saying is that almost like, I don't know if anyone has ever went to apply for a, um, it's a couple of things you apply for where you apply but you might not get the license but they still get to keep the money. I think an IFB applying for an international um, financial entity which banks have to do, that, or those trying to be, become banks have to do in Puerto Rico. I believe that's a $5,000 filing fee, and you may not get accepted. Um, even applying for your passport, you pay a certain amount, but it's not a guarantee that you'll receive your passport, so they just keep the money. So basically, uh, groups and companies are like, well, we're not paying $5,000, and it's the case that you might tell us, you know, hell no, which I understand. While the regulators around the world are attempting to develop a global framework, it does not guarantee a nice scenario for people who love Bitcoin for its anti-establishment features. That said, a fair and balanced regulation could solve things. But to what extent, no one can tell. Uh, banking partners. Banks need to provide liquidity for traders. Unless people gain an option to switch bank and forth to switch back and forth between fiat and Bitcoin quickly, there wouldn't, there, they wouldn't be keen on holding a digital currency. 
People invest in gold because they know they can sell it over the counter or online for money. But unless a bank is willing to offer services to Bitcoin companies, it would not be possible. The Reserve Bank of India, RBI, for example, the Indian Central Bank one day decided to issue a circular that barred regulated banks from offering services to local Bitcoin exchanges. The decision led to a wave of panic among Indian investors. They either sold their entire Bitcoin holdings per the deadline or transferred funds to offshore cold walls to sell them later at higher rates in the black market. The internet is full of stories where credit card companies prohibited their use from purchasing cryptocurrencies. Many a time, banks froze accounts of customers that were trading bitcoins. So unless banks become friendly to bitcoin, it could be difficult for the digital currency to find adoption like that of gold. I, I, I actually don't agree with that. That's if the banking system stand as they do now, holding most of the power. That's the only thing that that relates. If the banks fail... If the banks fail, you're definitely going to see individuals going to cryptocurrency. So this, we also have to realize through the eyes, the mouth, and the hand of the people that are writing these stories and what their outlook is. You know, are they looking at it through the eyes of a sovereign? Or are they looking at it through the eyes of somebody that is pacified and needs the government to keep up and uh, handle, you know, their affairs? I, I think about that when I'm reading these articles. Like, hmm, I wonder what the uh, view of the individual uh, speaking on this articles are so in conclusion um, how the te technology develops ultimately decides to where Bitcoin could lead the digital currency network could grow as fast as a social network thus boosting its overall valuation on sideways however it would need to scale exponentially concerning its growth a fractured network would merely prompt users to leave it for the next best blockchain asset Bitcoin for the best fundamentals backing it in the long term it could go beyond 1 million what it needs to remain is a stable utility tech Unless that happens, a million seems like a, bit, uh, a billion miles away. So just a quick story on a million dollar Bitcoin and what their outlook is. They could have they went a lot more into the inflation and deflation of currencies, which that lets me know that they have somewhat of a bias, um, a bias outlook. Moving right along. In fact, do I want to cover all of these stories? The group of 30 central security depositories is exploring crypto. And I think we can opt out for this one. This one I was covering, just uh, security token template shifts to private blockchains. Let me see. Okay, this isn't a long read. I'm going to read through this one real quick just because I would like to shed light on the difference between public and private. Um, security, spoke, to security token specialist Templin is shifting from public to private blockchains. Announced Monday, enterprise software vendor Symbion is building a private blockchain and smart contract system that Templin will use for future security token offerings. STOs by its clients. Now, let me stop here and, and speak on the fact that a lot of these banks, a lot of companies are trying to operate and utilize private blockchains. That's because in in reality, a blockchain is open source. It's, uh, it is a open ledger for anyone to see. It's, 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 it runs on a trustless system, whereas we don't have to trust what you're saying. We can go look at it ourselves. What you're seeing a lot of these corporations doing are trying to create private blockchains where you can't see what the hell they're doing. Think about that. Um, anyways, the enterprise software vendor Symbian is building a private blockchain and smart contract system the template will use for future security token offerings by its clients. Previously, the regulated broker-dealer left the choice of blockchain protocol up to the issuers, but this poised, posed problems. Template CEO Christopher uh, Pollitt told Coindesk, Many were choosing ERC-20 tokens that run on top of Ethereum, said Pallada, but the network's well-known scaling challenges meant trading could be hampered during periods of high transaction volume, such as the peak of the crypto craze. 
A blockchain like public Ethereum may slow down or stop capacity when you are in the middle of a million dollar or $10 million transaction, said Vincent uh, Molin. Malinari, co-founder of Templin, and regulator compliance is hard because it's not possible to know who your counterparties are on public chains, he added. Pilata said that there were also legal concerns about whether Ethereum miners would have to be registered as broker deals. Um, all told, he said, we believe for securities insurance, you need a private controlled blockchain. You need control of the full life cycle. Still, Molinari tipped his hat to the wonderful cryptographers and innovation that has been happening on public chains. We are very thankful in many ways for the visibility and the technical prowess. We have always embraced the evolution of a capital formation that ties directly to secondary liquidity. Template made headlines last year by offering investors Aspen coins, representing shares in the St. Region Aspen Resort. The company also tied up a deal with patent transaction platform IPWE to leverage liquidity from intellectual property. Wow, these must man. They're going to leverage liquidity from intellectual property. Man, amazing. The Aspen tokens currently run on security, securities private DS protocol. Um, the big name ties. One thing that made Symbian an appealing choice for Templin was its ties to Citigroup and NASDAQ. Both of which participated in the enterprise blockchain's company recent $20 million funding round. The companies framed their partnership as a way to make the market for private securities, which are not registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission, but legal since they are offered only to sophisticated or wealthy investors. Wow, dig that. So they're legal. <laughs> oh, man. So, once again... Uh, I, don't, I don't even want to go back over it. Um, since they're offered the only sophisticated or well, what the hell is a sophisticated investor? What would, what makes you sophisticated and non-sophisticated? Whereas you can deal with private securities which are not registered with the SEC. Milano said that the system whereby under, whereby unregistered securities are transacted as it exists today is opaque, and the result is numerous frictions and added costs. Um, the strategy leader said that the fact that the initial coin offerings or ICOs on public chains raised over $20 billion in 2017 and 2018 bubble only confirms what people who have been around the $3 trillion private securities market have known for some time. Namely, investors want greater access to companies. Entrepreneurs want a large pool of investors, and they want more streamlined capital raising processes. They want enhanced liquidity. All the things that were sort of promised with ICOs. So, another interesting read. Um, okay, unconfirmed. This is another one we're talking about. Engine being the wallet, I guess, or the technology used for the Samsung S10, uh, Galaxy S10. South Korean company, uh, crypto company, Engine Wallet, has reportedly been appointed by Samsung to back a blockchain wallet in its new Galaxy S10 smartphone. Anonymous sources told Asia Crypto Today on Monday, February 25th. The anonymous Interlockers provide an image to the outlet that was purportedly posted by T-World, Korea's second largest telecom company. The screenshot shows the engine wallet being used in the Galaxy S10 for Ethereum transactions. The image also features engine coin, or ENJ, and basic attention token, or BAT, an Ethereum-based token used in digital advertising. According to sources familiar with the matter, the engine wallet will be installed in the Galaxy S10, which is expected to be used by over 30 one million users. Once again, three and one is four. Uh, Asia Crypto told states, 
The wallet can reportedly be used to send and receive ERC-20 tokens and ERC-1155 crypto game assets. Samsung is reportedly relying on decentralized technology in order to secure the distribution of data, manage and share content, and manage digital assets, including in-game ownership and transactions, the publication notes. Engine is known for launching the ERC-201155 token, an asset class used to purchase and sell digital items in video games and establish digital ownership. Man, family, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope we pay attention to the advancements that this shit is going to. I mean, to a lot of us, that, that don't make any sense. Okay, an 11, ERC-1155 token, an asset class used to purchase and sell digital items in video games. Who cares? Do y'all know? Do y'all know the net? Do y'all know the market capitalization of the video game world? The company's wallet is now available on iOS and Android, supporting all ERC-20 and ERC-1155 tokens. For anyone that comes, that has children, that has young boys and young girls that ask you for V-Bucks all the time, mm-hmm. think about how much money is going into this stuff. Uh, my son showed me how much skins, which I guess is the outfit that they wear on certain games. Some of them skins be $1,000. I think they got a million-dollar skin out there. But um, anyways, Samsung introduces new flagship S10, uh, Galaxy S10 on February 20th. The company revealed that the smartphone will have storage for private cryptocurrency keys, but a crypto wallet was not mentioned despite the previous denied multiple rumors regarding the phone's possible configuration and report or support for cryptocurrency wallet and decentralized applications or dApps. However, Heslin Kim, a cryptocurrency analysis for South Korea, later shared a video in his Twitter account claiming it was a S10 Galaxy, Galaxy S10 blockchain tutorial and providing instructions on using an integrated blockchain wallet. According to Kim, Samsung avoids mentioning the wallet in an attempt to keep Apple on their toes. The information on the integrated blockchain wallet is also reportedly confirmed by Coindesk Korea, whose reporters have managed to allegedly test the smartphone in Samsung's flagship D-Lite store in North Korean capital Seoul. By press time, neither Engine nor Samsung has responded to Cointelegraph's request for comment. And in, Samsung may have Engine in an uh, NDA or a non-disclosure agreement. You never know. Um... Moving right along, Mercedes-Benz to use blockchain tech for sustainable transaction book and supply chains. Basically, the, um, without even having to go through this, um, they're going to be using the blockchain as, a, as sort of a bookkeeping. That's basically it, what I get from this. Let me see. It's not that long. Let's see. German automobile brand Mercedes-Benz car has developed a blockchain base, a platform based on blockchain technology to increase transparency and sustainability in complex supply chains, according to press release published on February 25th. Mercedes-Benz, a division of Daimler AG, a German multinational automotive corporation, has partnered with the United States-based software company iCertis for cooperating in the development of blockchain tech for supply chain use. Mercedes-Benz has announced that they have jointly developed and programmed a prototype which iCertis based on blockchain technology that allows for the storage of documentations and contracts in complex supply chains. The project allows for the creation of transparent and sustainable mapping of sorted documents across the entire supply chain. The press release notes the parties have now entered the testing phase of the pilot project. Underlying the, compl the complexity of the modern supply chains, Willow Stark, a member of the di divisional board of management Mercedes-Benz, state the blockchain tech could affect nearly the entire vault of uh, value chain, adding, Blockchain technology has the potential to fundamentally revolutionize our procurement processes. With our blockchain prototype, we are in the first step testing one of diverse possible applications with the aim of increasing transparency beyond our direct supplies. 
Um, as reported on September 26, Porsche AG, another major German automobile manufacturer, announced their plans to increase investments in blockchain-related startups in order to gain access to trends, new technology, and business models. Earlier this month, one of the largest general trading companies in Japan, Ituchu Corporation, officially announced the startup a proof of concept aimed at developing a blockchain-based traceability system that would allow buyers and sellers to record transactions detailed about supply chains throughout a smartphone app, as Cointelegraph reported on February 1st. So, once again, companies utilizing the blockchain... To their advantage. Um, I got one more story that I saw. I was gonna bring this about stable coins. Uh, let me know if y'all want me to go through the story about stable coins. What is a cryptocurrency backed stable coin? If if y'all don't want to go through this, we can definitely, definitely get straight to the uh, countdown. Let me see. Let me get my coins over here. Let me see. Amir's Trades. Uh, what else are we looking for? Live Coin Watch. Let's get Live Coin Watch. So we got Coin360, that, Live Coin Watch, Trading View. That should be cool. That should be cool. Let me call, let me see. Yeah, that's why engine is flying. Definitely. Definitely. Definitely right, brother uh, Marco. NPXS versus ETH is moving today. Okay, we'll take a look at that. Man, look at look at Engine. Look at Engine. Wow. But the crypto market is dead, though. Mm-hmm. All right, so I don't see anybody wanting to go through the story of stable coins. I wish I would have had that story when I did my uh, my uh, video and my podcast on the die, which um, which I'll, I'll be releasing shortly. So... All right, so nobody wants to go to over the st uh, story. Um, as we can see right now, we are in the red. The prices are up. Remember, Bitcoin's at 37. We're at 38. Ethereum was at 132, 133, at 137 right now. Maker even trading at $665. BNB at 979. EOS at 358. Tron. Tron is down. To, well, Tron stays at two cents. Now, Ontology. Ontology's moving right now, which I did. I, I uh, entered positions myself on Ontology. Dash is moving. Bitcoin SV and Bitcoin Cash are both moving. Digibyte, surprisingly enough, is moving. OMG. MPXS is uh, up 2.73%. Wow. Okay. Definitely a good uh, look. Definitely a good look. So, let me see. It's already 9.30. Let me go ahead and get through this top 20. I forgot I had, I had uh, an affair. I had something to be going to. Let me go ahead and run through this real quick for the family. Right now, we got a circulating supply of 129187000 No, excuse me. 129163150803 We got a 24-hour volume of $17,499,247,237. BTC dominance right now is at 51.86%. Coming in at number one, we got Big Bank Hank Bitcoin trading at $3,835. Up 0.1% within the last 24.8% within the last hour. Coming in at number two, we got Ethereum trading at $138. Right now, it's down 2.6% within the last 24. Coming in at number three, we got Ripple trading at 30 cents. Up 0.5% within the last 24.5% within the last hour. Coming in at number four, we have EOS 
who's trading at $3.58, up 0.4% within the last hour, though it was down 2.6% within the last 24. Coming in at number five, we got Litecoin trading at $45.15. Right now, it's up 0.07% within the last 24, 0.1% within the last hour. Coming in at number six, we got Bitcoin Cash trading at $136.76. Up 1.6% within the last 24. Shit, 2.1% gains within the last hour. Coming in at number 7, we got Tether. USDT, which is a cryptocurrency equivalent to the United States dollar. Right now, trading at $1.02. Up 0.2% within the last 24. Down 0.4% within the last hour. Coming in at number 8, we got Stellar Lumens. Stellar right now is trading at $0.08. Cents. Right now, it's up 0.08% within the last 24. Down 0.3% within the last hour. Coming in at number 9, we got Tron. Tron right now trading at a price of $2. Excuse me, 2 pennies. And that's why... In actuality, I like to look at a lot of these coins in Satoshi count because when you see coins like Tron and Stellar, oh, it's, it's been eight cents for a week, but the price, the um, the percentage is steady going up and down. Tron, Tron been two pennies for over two weeks, but we're steady seeing an increase and decrease in the twenty-four hour uh, percentage. That makes no sense. How can we be two cents today, up five percent? Be two cents tomorrow, down seven percent. Be two cents the next day, up fourteen percent. Be two cents the next day, down twelve percent. How? How? It makes no sense to somebody just getting into this market to have to even like. Okay, well, damn. When did it move? You know what I mean? Now, when you look at it in Satoshi or Ethereum counts versus those currencies, then it gives you more of a understanding of the price fluctuation. But with the with the USD, the shit makes no sense to me. Um, damn, we just lost half our uh, viewers. We just had about 12 viewers. That just dropped down to four viewers. I wonder what happened. Wow. Ah, well. Coming in at number 10, we got Binance Coin trying to get $9.81. Right now, it's down 0.4% um, in the last 24, up 0.5% within the last hour. Coming in at number 11, we got Bitcoin SV trading at $71.21. Right now, it's up 13.18% within the last 24 hours. Wow. 13% gains out of Bitcoin SV. Coming in at number 12, we got Cardano trading at 4 cent, down point, no, excuse me, up 0.1% within the last 24, 0.3% within the last hour. Coming in at number 13, we got Monero trading at $48.59, down 1.8% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 14, we have IOTA trading at 28 cent, down 0.9% within the last 24, though it's up 0.9% within the last hour. Coming in at number 15, we have Dash trading at $83.31. Up 1% within the last 24, 1.2% within the last hour. Coming in at number 16, we have Maker, who has seen losses of 3.7% within the last 24, 1.4% within the last hour, trading at $663. Coming in at number 17, we got Neo trading at $9.02, down 2.3% within the last 24, up 0.5% within the last hour. Coming in at number 18, we got Ethereum Classic trading at $4.22, down 3.2% within the last 24, up 0.1% within the last hour. Coming in at number 19, we have Neem trading at $0.04, down... 0.6% within the last 24, up 0.2% within the last hour. And coming in last but not least, cracking the top 20, knocking Zcash out the way. Ontology trading at 98 cents, up 5.7% within the last 24, 0.8% within the last hour. Family, that is your top 20 coins, crypto news. Do we have any questions or comments before I get out of here? Let me scroll over. Let me see. So any questions or comments before we get out of here, family? If not, I will be ending this now. We're going on about 40 minutes or 37 minutes. Let me see. Do we have any questions or comments? Any questions or comments moving right along? Let's see who the biggest gainers are while I wait. Let's see who our biggest gainers are while I wait. Let's see. Let's look at the last 24 hours. These are the biggest losers, but let's see who's at the top. 
safe still. Wow, $3.12. Holy shit. Damn. This thing, safe has been running. And my, my homie Bino sent safe to me um about two days ago and told me to check it out. And I didn't. Man, look at this thing. All-time high at $4.30. Over the last 30 days, this thing is up 1,174%. Over the last 7 days, it's up 598%. Over the last 24 hours, it's up 77%. Holy shit, family. Do we see this? Do we see this? Man, what is... What the hell is safe? Hold on. We got to... So, S4FE. I guess that's their way of saying safe. Let's see what this is about. I think we did take a look at this, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. I think it has to do with identity, identity protocols, or identity, uh, we set standards. Decentralized blockchain search engine called SAFE. Um, SAFE's goal is to provide the, the definitive solution to the dramatic increase in theft, trading, and fencing of property by the creation of a platform. Hey. Hold on. Creation of a platform that what? That will decrease the number of value of stolen and lost items. Interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. Identified. Provides a global network to identify lost and stolen items. Enables users to register assets they wish to protect. And act as a, pro, a global deterrent. To, wow. This is the real world use, family. I'm telling you, when, when, when people... That are thinking towards the future, get a whiff of certain coins like this. I mean, empower law enforcement, insurance, add a digital safe, um, adding new possibilities, store what is yours, and more than a digital receipt. Yeah, I'm going to be coming back and doing a full review of this. We got to figure out what the hell this is. We got to figure out what this is and why it's been having the amount of growth. That it's been having over the last, what's man, 30 days, 7 days. This is phenomenal. Um, it's being traded on X crates. LA token, which I, I think I know some people that use LA token. I've never used it. Let's see what the hell X crates is. Let's see. I know I've never used that platform before. What is that? EX. X rates. Okay. X rates. Let's see. X rates trade volume. Let's see. Look at their trade volume real quick. So they got 159 million. That ain't bad. 41 Bitcoin. That ain't bad at all. Nice selection of coins. And they got a pretty nice. Damn. Well, damn. They had a very nice selection of coins. This is an ERC20 exchange market. Let's see. I may have to go sign up for this exchange market. I ain't going to lie. Um, Edge cryptocurrency wallet plus blockchain platform. Here we go. Oh, wow. They allow you to trade it over here for USD. That right there, for anyone trading in USD, what is this right here? 
Look at that, a 30 minute chart, family. Look at this. Look at where this thing came from. Less than, oh, wow. So this thing just came out on the 20th. Started at 59 cents. It's trading at $3.59. Goddamn, God, man. Yep, these are the possibilities that exist within the cryptocurrency space, family. These are the possibilities. So I will be ending this now, going to sign up or seeing what the registration process of this uh, platform is. But they got 50 cent up here, Nakamoto Jedi. I don't know what type of platform this is, but I see they're uh, using um, our entertainers as a form of what? Uh, damn, now they got Bruce Lee. I don't know what the hell they had 50 cent up there for. That was interesting. But yeah, I want to be uh, definitely heading over here and checking this out, family, and signing up for this platform. So um, I'll come back and I'll give a review of the coin as well as this platform and how it works. Until the next video, until the next podcast, this is Amir, the Chicago Crypto Hustler, Bitcoin Block Bully. Peace, power, and prosperity, family. I am out of here.